0: Rock the Casbah. I love
1: you. Oh, that was weird. I was like, I thought some. What sound is that? Bosley must obsess over now. All right. Well, now we're off to a good opening. <laughs> Welcome to No BS with Scott <laughs> and Jeff. No BS. I'm pretty wait, sure no, it's wait, complete wrong, BS. <laughs> wrong podcast. Oh, wah wah. wah Whiskey wah, and wah. BS with Scott and Jeff. Whiskey and BS. Sorry, I'm trying to get my. uh. You gotta get your My burner track going. phone going so I could use it as a stopwatch. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. This is whiskey and BS, and today we are having soju. So I guess Korean whiskey. I guess technically. Yeah. I don't know. Wait. So I had soju in Korea, and this was made in um, Finger Lakes Distilling, Burdette, New York. So well, I that's guess, you that's know.
0: pretty Korean. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up.
1: Scott's never had soju, and I've never had this kind. Sorry. It's all good. I was ambitious. Oh, this is you like, this is my uh, way to be fit. I have now had four ounces of whiskey. Oh, <laughs> I haven't marked the whiskey I glass. Did. So I can write that down. Oh, one, keeping one, it real. Keeping it real. Okay. All right, so cheers to right. episode, I don't know. God, I hope this is good. Four? Oh, that's how I remember it. Isn't it? Oh, that is delightful. Isn't it dangerous, though? Yeah. You think you just drink juice too water. It's too easy to drink. <laughs> yeah, it tastes like grapes.
0: It's like, uh... Kind of vaguely a white winey flavor, yeah, but like really diluted white highly wine. Highly dangerous. But time is up. I don't know what kind of timer you. <laughs> I'll just put, I'll just run one here. I got, <laughs> okay, yeah. I got it. I, got, I have an I have an iPhone. I 23%. can put a stopwatch. Oh, on. that's why,
1: because it's beer, basically. Wait, no, beer's eight percent. No. Yeah, what are you talking about? It's it's like not what uh, Jack Daniels is eighty. Well, that's eighty proof, so that's like forty percent alcohol by. Oh, so this is forty pro. Oh, this is normal. Yeah, that's about right. About normal for stuff. I was like, well, no, it doesn't hurt. Weird. Oh, this is from grapes. All right, well, that's... <sighs> welcome to Whiskey Talk. Welcome to Soju Talk with Scott and Jeff. <laughs> People that don't talk. know anything about soju.
0: <laughs> whiskey and BS, we just told you a little bit about soju. Congratulations. <laughs> but hey, we do drink something different every yes, time.
1: That is a, yeah, we make it a point. We normally go to our guaranteed. Have you ever had Glen? Uh, there's Glen and Glenn Levitt. Oh yes. Aren't they both had, good? I've, Unless I you mean, like I've pie had M. them all. <laughs> they're,
0: they're, they're so they're so good. <laughs> they're so good. Uh, I have a Glenn Levitt right now at home. I saw that in a picture. Celebratory bottle. Ooh. Oh baby, that was good shit.
1: <laughs> all right. What's new with you?
0: Uh, well, what's new with me? Let's see. Uh, I shaved my mustache since uh for those yeah you can't podcast. see it on the podcast so that's okay he,
1: he doesn't look like an 1800s bank teller anymore
0: yeah i don't i don't but uh i had some i got a lot of compliments about that mustache i'm not trying to be like you know oh full of myself usually i'm the one it going like good. don't don't compliment me like i don't believe you go to hell <laughs> uh but too many people mentioned the mustache and we're really delighted by it even the like i i teach and my students today were like really bummed that I shaved it,
1: because I had to. I was going to say, when you were telling me that before we started recording, um, Scott works with young minds of America. God yeah, help us. God help us all. all <laughs> right? God help them, and God help you. And um, So obviously, when you're an actor in the entertainment world, in some way, shape, or form, there's going to be periods of time where you look interesting. Anybody that's been following me for the last couple weeks, I've had to sport some pretty heinous-looking truck driver pedophile mustaches. It's great, though yeah and uh, one will definitely be worth it but unless I'm very fortunate in poor Izzy anybody that's been following me also Izzy's in the background just like looking pitiful She she's very upset lay down down
0: you're gonna down. you're gonna ruin all of your energy you, yeah. got, you gotta save it all the calories you have you need you need to heal
1: and poop yeah, well, narcotics are keeping it from pooping
0: well that's not what you
1: <laughs> uh, speaking of mustaches <laughs> um <laughs> But anyway, back when I was in college theater and I was a phlebotomist at the hospital, so the guy that had to, you had to like, in emergency rooms they take the blood and the person was in emergency, they probably didn't pay much attention, but if you're in the hospital, anyway, it's been hospitalized. You know, if you're there for more than one day, that person maybe comes and takes your blood two or three times a day. And age, race, gender, irrelevant. So I was playing the dentist in a little shop of horrors and I had uh, sideburns I'd grown out like, from the sideburn area down to the, like the point of my cheekbone. And then a wicked Fu Manchu that went down here. And then this creepy pointy soul patch. I looked like a W... And this is when I had hair. I looked like a WWF wrestler. <coughs> and in this character on stage looked awesome. Walking around in scrubs taking people's blood in the hospital. It, and in small town Idaho. Terrifying. So yeah. like every time I went to the... the uh, <laughs> it's called the PEDS floor. And I was going <laughs> to extend it for the non-medical speakers. And the first thing I was going to say was the pedophile floor, no. pediatrics floor. I pediatrics. Floor. I mean, technically, depending on who you are, they uh, oh. the kids were terrified, <laughs> rightfully so. They're like, "Why is the devil coming in to draw my blood?" Why is the devil coming in <laughs> to draw my blood? And it was so heartbreaking because, like, you know, just like a little girl looking up at you, like, so sad. You're like, "I know I look terrifying, and now I'm also going to stick a needle in you." <laughs> So, that's, uh, that's that. So, Scott shaves his mustache. I shaved my mustache, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I got a weird amount of compliments on the mustache over the last couple of weeks, and uh, a bartender bought me a drink because of my mustache. That was... Did he I, like that, you, or
1: did he like the mustache?
0: No, she liked the mustache ah, very oh. much. And, ah, uh, that would be hard to shave now. After yeah, that. I mean, but I did, so, you know, what, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> But it's it's it is what it is. I had to shave it because I got a part that in a short, and uh, I, they wanted me to shave it. So yes,
1: it is a unique um, look, and I don't know if, what you think, but it's weird because like people that sport it pull it off, and you pulled off that style. And I joke calling it the eighteen hundreds banker mustache, but you know what I mean. You like that had that shape. Yeah, like it yeah. had like. That yeah, like um where's my bag of gold with like the dollar sign on it? <laughs> see <laughs> and, and that's
0: intentional. Like Okay,
1: but... yeah, and see that it, you had that look. Like if you did like the what I had like two weeks ago, the, the Magnum PI mustache, and then a couple weeks after that the handlebar one. Yeah. It would just be fucking it looked bad on me and it would look bad on you. That's true. But and you it... made one that was modernist modernistically stylized and time appropriate. But it's still a goddamn mustache. <laughs> That's the one thing with me. I don't care. Like, I, 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 I'm not saying, I say this blanket, not just you. I can't, I can't, it's hard to support the mustache. So when I do, I'm like, okay, if I was to support one, yours I supported. Well, thank you. Well, thank it's you. Like I appreciate that. The most non-committal support ever. See, I always liked the, uh,
0: the kind of only slightly twirled in yeah. mustache. It's got now, that, that 1800s yeah, exactly. and
1: or 20s feel. Exactly. You know, so it works. <laughs> Where's my Tommy gun? Say, where uh, do you now? My first instinct is it because I'm from like you know small town Idaho or Colorado or whatever. Yeah, is it am I kind of disillusioned as to who I like? Picture only guys in um, Silver Lake having mustaches. Is that just me as an outsider looking in, or did they screw it up?
0: Uh, I think you know, what I mean? I like, think, uh, you know the the like, hipster the hipster thing. Both works and doesn't for yeah. for the mustache. It really depends on the person, but yeah. I've also seen some guys who I know could wear probably a way better mustache, okay. sporting like a real thin, like pencil thin oh. mustache, and I'm like, why would why? Well, yeah, that could be why the same. Why would for you beards. do
1: that? You know, yeah. I'm never exactly. gonna do the crazy unless told to the wicked beard, but I normally have a beard, and it's like, well, I. You know, I did it before as a fad. I did it because I just was tired of shaving. Yeah. You know, and then say with the mustache. like I just chose to do it. But then because it became sole, some sort of trend. Anyway, we went to a museum yesterday. We, we did, actually. That. Yeah, that's right. We went to the uh, the Hollywood Museum, which I had actually never been to before. Yeah, that was actually part of the thing I wanted to bring up, is it's kind of a, a sad a sad sign-on of our times where, and I said this, I think, to Pauline and the lift on the way back that we want tv we want media we want dvds blu rays and netflix and all that where it was a sunday on a relatively hollywood boulevard was packed yeah but it was a sunday on one hollywood boulevard which was 40 feet away to, from this museum and there's hardly anybody in the museum and it's an interesting sign of the times i it wonder really if is i'm reading into it like way dramatically or or it, I don't know. It sucks. It was a museum. Yeah. It was like a Hollywood museum. It's not like we're saying, hey, go look at like, the little Brea Tar Pits while you're visiting Hollywood. You know, those aren't correlated. But it was a Hollywood museum. Like, it had... It was badass. So anybody that's in L.A., go to the Hollywood museum next to Mel's on uh, the corner of Hollywood Boulevard and uh, Highland, I think.
0: Yeah, it's like right
1: there. Yeah, and I mean, it had everything. It had modern stuff. I was blown away. Like, it had everything for Mad Men. Yep to Something that just reads, oh, um, Orange is the New Black. I Orange saw a thing the from there, Black, that's and something then in there. Uh, Resident like, Evil, Resident Evil,
0: Underworld movies. We, we went there originally because there's
1: the Batman 66, which is actually not of Scott Knight's generation, but that was a huge exhibit they built. Yeah, so that, it's, it's
0: really cool, too. You can yeah. to see all the costumes. Uh, we were both like kind of geeking out over just because movies, uh, yeah. but they had like call sheets and scripts, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And,
1: uh-huh. It was really, yeah, it was surreal to see a handwritten, uh, this is so pompous, thing, but for those who don't know what a call sheet is, it's basically, in TV and films, it's a schedule for the next day, so it's yeah. like, who's who's coming in for the call for the shoot? There are handwritten ones that said Adam West, you know, and like, for Batman, and the way it works is the lead of the movie is number one is mm-hmm. in the sequence, and it's cool to see Adam West, you know, hyphen Batman, hyphen, you know, 8am make it was the, it was all handwritten, and... It was cool. It just blows my mind. Nobody was at the museum. It was kind of depressing. Nostalgia crazy. Have you been to the other museums here? Like uh, the, the county, isn't the LA County Museum? Like LA County a big, Museum. That's a I've big been to. thing. That one's yeah. pretty
0: great. Never uh, been there.
1: It's been a the lot beach. a
0: lot of exhibits that are are fun, and uh, they got it's it looks kind of a lot like uh, the Museum of Natural History. Okay. A bit.
1: No, okay. Never uh, been there. In New York. Huh.
0: Like well, not the whole thing. Yeah, I'm yeah, Actually, yeah. like. That museum is kind of way better, but uh, <laughs> they have some similar exhibits though that I thought were really cool. And they got like, you know, they did the animals and everything of all the different regions and okay. like, stuff like that. I need to go. It's really cool. Uh, they got a cool dinosaur exhibit too. A <sighs> L- cool. lot of bones.
1: Uh, <laughs> a lot of bones. Well, is that the one is is there a? I can't think of the intersections on. Isn't it like a weird red and white building?
0: Has, oh Have uh, they've been remodeling uh, it, or is that another one? That's a different one. I yeah, think that's it is the
1: The LA County Museum has all those light posts that everybody gets their picture taken in front of. Yeah. Okay. The one I'm also thinking of, I think it's like a,
0: isn't it an automobile museum? Yeah, I think that is the automobile. I'm proof
1: proof positive of the dying interest in museums (laughs) in a city of which I live closely in.
0: I've been to a lot of them. I had just never been to the Hollywood Museum and that one was really fun to go to. Um, Like, yeah, I wanted to see the Batman 66 exhibit when I first heard about it. Yeah. as these things go, you just don't you find do the time it. to do it. You yeah. never end up doing it. So
1: yeah, that's actually what Pauline and I were talking on our podcast. Is like we all say, "I'm guilty of it too." You're actually better than me, like actually taking, going to do something, you uh, know. Right. And it's stupid when you live in like a big city. Like my excuse, like when I lived in Colorado, is like there's nothing to do, you know, without driving. I mean, that's if you fair. live in a. A uh, suburban or um, a big urban city of LA, New York, or anything that ha- you you just open up the yellow pages, which don't exist, and just go hey I'm gonna go here and yep. do it every weekend and he- see something and, and we don't do it often enough it's retarded it, it, I'm gonna get in trouble for saying that I apologize it's uncouth it's uncouth it's a generational term I do not mean derogatorily actually it wouldn't even be uncouth it's just like just it's just dumb yeah it's just a sad it's state just, of it's, affairs yeah. <laughs> it's just dumb. <laughs> it's just socially you know what I, irresponsible, okay? You know what I thought of yesterday. Somehow, I don't know what I was doing, but I was reminded of Beavis and Butthead. Oh. What a weird cultural spat that was. And they, 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 not only that, uh, I was mind. thinking of what the Beavis and Butthead show did. This is kind of a weird throw, I guess, to the museum and Hollywood. But you would watch Beavis and Butthead, and they would do a Mystery Science Theater style 3000 style commentary over music, music videos. videos. Yeah. Those don't exist anymore. Like how things have changed over like the fact that music videos don't exist. I don't even I I watched MTV for years. I don't know. I don't Yet know, they, they still make them. I still see auditions th- for yeah. music videos. Well, they still make them and they go on YouTube now. Uh, basically oh, they're, yeah, they're Vimeo and or, uh, I think
0: they go on some well, like MTV and VH1 if I don't even know if vh one's a channel anymore. But whatever might be like- they, uh, I know they don't really show music videos anymore. But they have their sub channels that do. Jesus. There's MTV like two and three and four, the MTV oh, Max, <laughs> VH1 Classic, VH1 Spoons. I don't know. VH1s put a banana to your ear and pretend like you're talking on the phone. Jesus.
1: <laughs> All right, on that note. <laughs> oh so, God, look how high she is. Can you see her eyes? Oh yeah. Oh, breaks my heart. Is he uh, in the day? Beginning, morning and night, she gets like a painkiller, so a little narcotic there, and an actual kind of like a pseudo tranquilizer, because dogs have no sense of self-preservation, so you kind of have to bring give it to them. <laughs> <laughs> and then midday, she gets an like an anxiety thing for the same reason, because she's a jacked up, coked out dog. Yeah. That she has to be kind of. She'll keep the red in her eyes right now. it's good pod. This is good. This is good radio, right? This is great radio. This is great radio. (laughs) We're uh, we're killing it. Poor heart. Um, What's going
0: on? uh, What's going on? Otherwise, like career wise for you, good. Oh yeah, we'll do career talk. What's 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 Um, new? What's on the horizon?
1: I have been backstabbed by what I thought was a good friend. I won't go into details, but. It's interesting what this industry brings out in people.
0: It uh yeah, uh, you told me about that. Yeah. Uh again, can't go into details, but it's suffice weird. to say Yeah. Very there weird. are certain things you just don't do. Yeah. One of them being, you know, <laughs> message a potentially interested producer yeah, and respond in let's say
1: Hostile. Hostily Hostile.
0: passionate... <laughs> hostily... Host, hostily passionate uh, tirade... Yeah, that's a good one. ...about how his opinions... Yeah, mind you, opinions. ...slash suggestions... Yes. ...which, that's all they were. Uh, we live in a subject...
1: Wh- wh- where, he, where, where, where they could put it, yeah. basically. We live in a very subjective industry, which, um, being slightly hypocritical where I'll get frustrated as we've covered this almost every time. Uh, actor Jeff is like, Oh, they cast Tom Cruise as a tall character, but you know, the, it makes the studios money. Yeah. Um, so boo hoo. Uh, but it's still a, it's technically it's a subjective or it's a, it's funny. Cause it's a subjective industry yet still based on money. And, uh, this guy just, this guy wasn't like saying like, Oh, the world's flat and two plus two is five. This guy's just like, my opinion is this. And it didn't go well, but that's, that so that was an interesting revelation uh right now a
0: significant
1: it's... bummer yeah <laughs> i mean yeah, wasn't even b- yeah bummer and just like no shit didn't didn't see that coming um right now kind of drab i got a lot of stuff coming out i'm looking at a whiteboard um but nothing on the to-do list yet the the handlebar mustache job will be goddamn huge Good. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, here's a riddle for for y'all. You, I told you what it was. Yeah, okay. You did. You, at some point, uh, the listener, will be possibly sitting on my face. <laughs> do, you get, do you get it? I got it. Like a bus man. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. Um, and that's actually not uh, a joke at the sink of just trying to be gross. It's, it's more or less literally true. Yeah, yeah. Literally in a symbolistic way
0: yeah he can't tell you yeah <laughs> and, and i can't tell you either
1: yeah like this uh, i actually didn't know what this job was until i accidentally saw a post-it note saying what the job was while we were getting our our costumes so i still didn't know even after i signed all the paperwork it was like uh blue harvest star wars level secret but
0: uh i i have also signed paperwork
1: really no oh so what's one audition coming up
0: Uh, no, I was just
1: trying to cover, cover. (laughs) yeah, technically, yeah, but that's ruined now, so, (laughs) fuck, yeah, my bad, uh, it's okay, I might have an NDA in my bag, (laughs) Scott doesn't know, technically, I don't think I ever said it. Um, but yeah, so that, oh, oh, oh loophole. yeah. <laughs> um, well actually this is one thing Scott and I are trying to, or we've always, he, Scott has always been very, um, like, uh, uh, supportive by association with a lot of my shenanigans. And, uh, um, one of the things that y'all have possibly been seeing is this huge, it's, uh, the Sandman slim thing people have been asking about. Um, and basically this is just proof Proof Positive, I've used that phrase twice now in this industry, where it's just sheer shenanigans, where <laughs> the author and I were Twitter friends, we tweeted each other, he wrote this, t- this book series, which I was a fan of, and then before it even occurred to me this would be a badass TV show, I was just a fan of it, then it got optioned by the director of the John Wick movies, Who I coincidentally met at this weird Sony promotion thing where I was a gun technical advisor for some contestants that won a contest from Australia to learn how to shoot guns at the range that the director of John Wick and Keanu Reeves shot at to train for John Wick. I met them in the parking lot while they were waiting for us to clean up our guns to leave. So I met the director of John Wick who happened to also be Keanu Reeves' stunt double in all the Matrix movies. And now, fast forward ten years, that direct that guy who was actually just a stunt double is now the director of the John Wick movies. Is now directing the TV, the the movie, or TV, I don't know if they're going to do the Netflix thing of Sandman Slim. Yes. So. <laughs> and so it's very, it's a very interesting community. It's a very heavy in a stunt community. So I'm uh, trying to like do all the crap you do. You tag them, like, yeah, passively. It's not like I don't know what it be. It's I want to call it passive aggressive. it'd Be like passive. You know, I'm tagging you, and I'll act like I don't think you know I am, but you know I am, and we'll just pretend it didn't happen, but you'll, you can, you'll you can look
0: at You call it passive engagement. Yes,
1: I like that. I'm actually going to write that down. Uh, I, think, his, I think
0: that's probably a good way to describe it. That's a good
1: it. way to put it. Yeah, it's not blatant schmoozing because that's just dirtbag, but it's also, hey, again, I look at it through the money thing. Like, I want to help people make money, and I want the job. But and, his wife uh, is. Uh, the stunt double for like um red haired girl in the adventures movies. Oh, uh her Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, it's her like go to stunt double. Like she's a no huge um, I didn't know
0: famous... that was Cadre's wife.
1: No, not Cadre, oh. The director of Wick. Oh Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That makes way more sense. <laughs> yeah. So that's that. So really actually the long sh- the short answer to your answer question is literally nothing. No auditions, no shooting coming up. The life of our our life (laughs) well you did tell me about one thing which
0: i won't say what it is but i think you forgot about it
1: oh no that movie yeah uh yeah that one is coming up i forgot thank you yeah a sequel but it's been so long since the original movie it may not suck
0: and it might actually
1: work yeah because enough time's gone by just sell that the gimmick of it will actually make it possibly tolerable anyway so yeah yeah we'll see but it also uh, could be they need a big name that's true, which, you know, would be a bummer, but, uh, but hey, hey But I can maybe be the, the uh, bad guy that dies in the opening scene. Oh,
0: that would be cool. <laughs> I'd take that part. I know,
1: exactly. I'd do horrible things for that. Side, okay, you first. Anything else? You have an audition. You had some oh, shit coming up. Yeah, uh, let's see. And I you got, wrote like 10 scripts since I saw you last. I didn't write like 10, but oh. I wrote a few. Uh,
0: I wrote uh, I wrote a few, a few movies, uh, a couple of shorts, and one feature that... I had to explain to Jeff, which he is intrigued by. He hasn't read it yet, but he's intrigued by. I have a problem when I write. It's usually that it (laughs) comes out... My name's Scott.
1: I have a problem.
0: (laughs) It usually is that I write a movie and then... You're like, oh, cool. Well, how long is it? And I'm like, oh, you know, like a uh, hundred and thirty pages.
1: And in scripts, is... typically that's a page per minute, so it makes it a hundred and thirty minute movie.
0: Yeah, which is not not great. It's two hours. It's over two hours, and nobody wants uh, nobody wants to sit through that. You know, there I are love, great yeah. movies who can do that pacing, but for a first time script, it's very risky. It's it's not yeah. And it's, it's not
1: two hours of just. Mind-numbing explosions. No, you know, it's like uh, high concept Jedi. sci-fi yeah. craziness. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of talking for two hours is, you know, it, it could hurt. It could. That'd be it like could. watching Reservoir Dogs and having it be two and a half hour movie. Oh yeah. Very dialogue-heavy movie, Yeah. or Clerks or something. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah, and it's like there's there's plenty of action in it too, but it's still, yeah. it's still long, and I, I need to figure out how to make this short. But anyway, most of the movies I write in end up like that, and also I start with like, oh, these are my three or four main characters, and then all of a sudden, oh, now I have, you know, like 20 characters. So
1: Scott's got the gift of gab in a complimentary way and the gift of ensemble.
0: I like big chaos. I think they're fun. I like big cats. I like them. I think they're just a lot of fun to, 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 to do and uh, work with and, uh, you know.
1: Uh, Did you see, uh, I wrote this down so I wouldn't forget it, did you see who had a heart attack yesterday? No, who did? Kevin Smith.
0: Oh fuck. There
1: is a heart attack. It's called the Widowmaker because it—it's like it sounds. It should kill you. Oh. Um, for those listening, I think I can't remember. It's the lower atrial something something LAD. I can't remember. God Paramedic dang. days, but he should be dead. Like he did. He had two shows. Um, I don't know why your ensemble thing made me think of Kevin Smith. <laughs> uh, oh, because he does ensemble stuff a lot. Um, but he sh- he had like a speaking engagement because like, he does a lot of like evenings with Kevin Smith things. Mm-hmm. So it's not like stand up, but it's not like a and a He had one show and was feeling off and he canceled the second show and went to the hospital like way pre-symptomatic and preemptively and they found it. That's nice. Had nuts. he had it in the middle of that show, he would be dead.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. But you know what? That, <laughs> that just says one thing for him and for, for a larger community. You know... I'm not saying that stoners are pretty aware of their body, but they,
1: the, they ones often can are, be. the ones I know are. The ones I know are. When you, something's I'll give you off,
0: you know it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he. Uh, it was weird. Because I just got the chills thinking about it again. Is I, I, I try to use Twitter just as a tool, and I happened to open it, and it, it was like trending. And his, and I just saw Kevin Smith with the oxygen on his mouth, and I just assumed the worst. Oh, I was man. like, "Oh my God, Kevin Smith is dead!" Uh, and for those of you who do or don't know, uh, Kevin Smith did like Clerks, Mallrats Fame. Um, he did some Wazoo stuff called Tusk,
0: Jane Silent Bob, yeah, all the Jane back. Silent Bob stuff. He he did uh, Jersey Girl, even though that's not a great. I love great that movie. Example, it's it, I, I'll say, yeah, it's good. <laughs> like I, but,
1: eh, I mean, people would argue, but whatever. But he did a lot of that, and um back i always come back to the story is x amount of years ago the dude has like 16 podcasts and x amount of years ago he said hey it's super easy get a phone and uh hit record and uh it's he did that i mean his biggest money money making career building and most popular podcast if you listen to episode one um i don't quote me on where they did it if they actually did it in a theater Cause they knew they were going to kind of be multi- like uh, book seats for the audience or if they did it at his house. But I mean, there was no like sound effects or no like transition music. There yeah. are no intros to each segment and it's now, I still listen to it today. I'm in the middle of his latest episode now where they, Scott and I've gone to it twice. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's super fun. Huge inspiration in actually a lot of ways cause the dude actually, uh, he he preaches it in a very hippie way, but it, this this is actually I think he preached even in his pre weed days <laughs> <laughs> um you know it's it's simple you, what's you know don't be i mean a whole bunch of cliches even called him today. he made a comment today on this podcast he's like, I know I sound like a cat poster, yeah, you know, yeah. but he says stuff like that, and a lot of it's really true and I mean this guy's from New Jersey and just made stuff happen. he made um clerks which I think it was like sixty or sixteen there was a six in it, thousand dollars borrowed did it black and white, because it' was cheaper to yep. uh to develop the film and sadly Harvey Weinstein was in the audience when he screened it at Cannes and everybody else left because they hated it and Harvey Weinstein sadly uh, gave him the money made it and his career was set off so yeah. oh did you see the he went bankrupt
0: yeah I did see Weinstein's, that
1: Weinstein's yep. that is just awesome it's 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 nice it's to actually like, see consequence. In yes, this exactly. It I, never I saw, I saw that news. I guess we're into our current events. <laughs> yeah, we. we Today's the, news transition. For people, yeah, horrible segue. For those who don't know, Harvey Weinstein's company, I think it's just called the Weinstein, the company. Weinstein company. Yeah, yeah. they uh, declared bankruptcy. I don't know all the details of like why. Obviously, probably everybody they've ever done anything with ever and ever and ever oh, yeah. pulled out. Oh, you know. And so you know what happened. Is, you think the NRA is losing sponsorships. Weinstein is losing everybody. Yeah.
0: Like <laughs> it's going down. Like yeah, this just, is
1: twenty eighteen.
0: It's, it's that year. It's the year of it's the year of cleansing. it's time to it's time to an be accountable. It's time to be accountable.
1: Yeah. So uh, Weinstein, they're going, pulling out. Everybody. Very interesting. So yeah, he, uh, for those of you who somehow don't know, uh, tons of, I would say, female. It's all pretty much actresses, right? I, I
0: believe. I'm not trying to be
1: gender bad, but it's actors who are females, actresses. Some people get pissy about that. But basically, female actor, uh, also known as actresses, a litany of... of, of abuse brain covering the spectrum oh my god i mean even uma thurman's thing uh with i mean she hadn't she's come out with various things but even the way she's just treated poorly doing a stunt on set that she wasn't supposed to do like this huge like this huge accountability issue and he he pretty much kicked it uh he didn't mean to but he kicked it off hey man homie's got it coming yeah Mike. i'm sorry He's the spokesperson you don't want to be no you, you, you <laughs> don't want that shit hell no
0: I mean, it's it, that's what it is. It's all the all the different partners pulling out, and then all the lawsuits they are definitely having to to, to settle, yeah, they're and, either, the, yeah, and the and the they're or gonna going to have to, to pay for. You know, like they're getting sued, yeah. and rightfully so. And yeah. I hope they take every damn cent. I took the I take it all, man. <laughs> take it
1: all. Well, and um, going back to Kevin, I'm trying to write down. Help me remember uh, when we titled this podcast. Like oh. our little bullet points. Weinstein, Kevin Smith is not dead. <laughs> uh, but it goes back to him. Is Kevin Smith had a, I brought this up in the past, but it's relevant now that the Weinstein's going under. Is he uh, Kevin Smith? In one of his other podcasts, mentioned how his career is because of Weinstein. Yeah. I mean, he gave him clerks, and then I'm sure there's a lot of things they don't say, or you assume, or some people are really explicit about. But sometimes you'll sign on. This is kind of a forgiveness factor. So if it ever happens to Scott or I, give us some slack. Sometimes you will sign on to an awesome movie, but the only way you get that awesome movie is to promise blindly you'll do one or two more,
0: Ugh. and
1: you don't know what they'll be. So sometimes when you see your favorite actor, and then all of a sudden they're in this pos movie afterwards. It's not
0: their fault. That might be a
1: picture package deal. So it's, but it's a, it's a name of the game, unfortunately. But I, I can't attest to this. But I, you know, Kevin Smith got Clerks, and then Mallrats and then he, he he and his producing partner Scott Mosher financed I think with Weinstein Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. And I then nobody right. actually know that's a very you have to actually look in the credits or be a nerd to know that. But then there was some other stuff that a lot of people just didn't like uh, like Phantoms with mm-hmm. Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. But still at the end of the day I think Weinstein was synonymous with the Kevin Smith movie up until maybe a month ago, his entire career. And yeah. so Kevin Smith, being a seemingly decent dude, is just crushed knowing his career was because of this guy. So It's nice that this guy's paying the price, but damn.
0: No, that's, that's, that's <laughs> the tough thing. That's, he, tough thing that's like we were talking about yesterday. I'm not, I'm not going to go into details with names on the stars, but we saw a star for an actor, and uh, Jeff... Mentioned. Like, oh. oh man, I can't believe they haven't taken that off the the Walk of Fame. And I remarked because <laughs> let's be honest, we go
1: get me a pudding pop. Oh shit, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, if they
0: did t- I mean, the if they took off the stars of every person that was responsible for some, some kind of hardship or abuse or like just awful even behavior, just rumors.
1: Yeah, we wouldn't have nearly as many stars. And <laughs> well, I, God, not, not that it. I'm
0: saying that that we should have them. I'm saying like, yeah, the town's not going to pay to pull up all these stars. What, They're just uh, not.
1: What? And that's the one. I'm going to actually. That's an interesting topic. What? It's interesting to know, like the whole chicken and egg concept when it comes to these just blanket statement atrocities. What is the common denominator? Like. Scott and I, on my mother's yet to be filled grave, are normal dudes. We, if we have skeletons in our closets, they're trivial. There are no more skeletons in the closet that you would have with your buddy in a small town. You're like, oh, I remember when Jeff did that at that one time in high school. Nothing like, oh, I, I, I Louis C.K. all over a plant in front Jesus of an actress. Christ. You know, like nothing. And that's even, I for lack of better, I hate this, but that's relatively tame compared to the, all the other accusations out there with a lot of other people.
0: I mean, I can't... I'm not even going to go into it right now, but it's just so... Like, it's been really just depressing.
1: Yeah, I can't watch Parks what, and Rec he, now oh, Jesus, knowing man. what like, he did. Well,
0: it's been really depressing just just to see all these different people. You're like, oh, I love this guy. Oh, oh not anymore. He, he
1: jerked off and a Can't, pint. can't, can't, can't. Well, that's the thing. is. So, like, it's an interesting psychological phenomenon... What came first? So, like, the uh, is this person predispositioned, or did the business unlock some genetic code that would have never? Like, do we are we all capable of this in the right circumstance? Because that Ooh, could be that's said a for question. like that's that's, that's that like a are we all capable? That's like
0: a philosophical thing, right there. Because I mean, like
1: truly, under the right circumstances, I would guarantee anybody can be a killer. Not I'm not even talking justified self-defense. Uh, homicide or I'm just ending the life of another human I would bet in the right circumstances if all the stars lined up a person would unquestionably be able to be a killer so are the stars lining up and are all those stars you know Hollywood or fame or success or people doing whatever you want because that if you think about it the common denominators are massive success, massive money, sadly Hollywood Uh, I mean even like you can look at Michael Jackson I mean I mean, he's in the music industry, massive success, massive money, did some weird stuff. And is it just like, what happens? Like, it's almost terrifying to like go, yeah. Okay, hey, I, I want to be part of this business, you know? Yeah. And Pauline and I were talking about Mel Gibson, you know, he, when he went don't on to get that, me started <laughs> on Mel Gibson. Like, up until his tirades, I mean, obviously, he's a very angry, angry, border, very seemingly racist guy. And, but up until that, you're just like, oh, I could see that guy probably being intense. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, I Kevin Spacey probably is just an actor. Oh, no, no, he, like, unfortunately yeah. not. So like, everybody, like everybody, like that you thought, like, the day, who would be a good example? Like, if my soul were crushed, that would have like, my my man crush. If Hugh Jackman has some sort of conspiracy, I don't even care about like. There's jokes about his sexual preference. I don't give a shit about that. That's uh, not a bad. That's not a charge. Yeah, that's not an atrocity <laughs> that we're to Scott and I are talking about. That, that would be his hidden little quote-unquote secret. You just don't abuse
0: people, yeah, man. Yeah, blows my
1: mind. But like... in, now I'm not taking anybody's sides, nor am I condoning this or saying it's okay, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But, uh, I think we talked about this before. I talked about it with Pauline or I talked about it with author error or whatever. It's interesting where, <laughs> like I look at the, this like, this is really cliche and chest puffy. But I look at this like... Almost sometimes I'll look at like a green beret, as in, I will uh, get abused and take this sacrifice, and in this acute short window, knowing in the long run I will come back and win. Yeah. So if you think about it in Hollywood, like let's say hypothetically Uma Thurman goes, okay, I'll let this guy fuck around with me, and I don't even know how like the extent of what happened. I don't know if he just made inappropriate passes, touched her butt. I don't know. But let's say it was everything up, like let's just call it there were inappropriate gestures and dialogue,
0: inappropriate behavior. That's not
1: because if it's like rape and stuff like that, that's obviously no no debate. There's no question on that. But let's just say inappropriate behavior, sexual harassment. What if in the back of her head she's like, okay, I'll play your game to get what I want, and then I it's like the long con. Like she's like, I will, I will, I I will make this money and I'll do all this stuff, get what I want out of my career, my dreams, my life. I'm gonna crush you. Dude, that's not that's not even like I can't fault somebody for thinking that way because this industry is so they they different. have made that as a
0: as a motive and a thing in a lot of different movies where they're like parodying Hollywood
1: because it's so real. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You can't make some of the stuff isn't made up.
0: It's yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not like honestly, and this is good because this goes back to earlier with like why it's 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 really easy to get a project ruined. Yeah, and um. If you've ever seen the show Episodes with Matt LeBlanc of Friends fame, watch that show because that show is a perfect example. It's comedy, obviously, and it's parody, obviously, but what happens in that show as far as the development stages and how things happen and don't happen because of...
1: Just stupid, honestly stupid bullshit
0: reasons that's exactly what the show shows you it shows you actors getting trapped in shows they don't want to do it shows you like the deals that get made across tables because of bullshit petty like interesting I like uh, rivalries or feuds or just like old bullshit revenge shit it's nuts but it's, it's accurate and it's funny yeah um, yeah. So yeah, watch episodes if yeah. you want to see what Hollywood's actually like because it's a pretty good representation. Honestly, was,
1: um, I just found out now. This is kind of off topic a little bit. Um, did you ever watch? Uh, oh God, I forgot his name. Not Larry Sanders.
0: Oh, the guy that was Larry David.
1: Yes, did you ever watch his show? Uh, which Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, it shows. I I love. I Curb found out, Enthusiasm. or I
1: read somewhere. That it's like nine highly, highly improv. Oh, yeah. Like, they'll have a general idea because they have to figure out the lighting and the location. but And the general idea of where the scene will go. Right. But the rest of it's just they make it up. Yeah, like they, have, they have story beats they want to do and they mind. just kind of like
0: run with it. I think some episodes do have like fairly solid scripts. And then they just veer way off tangent yeah. every when time, you can see every not that,
1: And it's funny because it's fortunate that David's playing himself so there's no character to break. But he'll do stuff where he'll <laughs> smirk. I'll see the smirk. I'm like, that shit just got, he just made that up just now. But yeah, but Help because it's him want. and it's because of the show, it's like, drive home or it's perfect. Um, I don't know. I thought that was, that show was funny because it'll have a couple of nuances or yeah. head nods to how screwed up the industry is, you know, and, and I don't know. But yeah, that's that. So was moder- You had better notes than I had. I didn't write that much. Well, you different. wrote. You at least wrote stuff. I just wrote, wrote like
0: a structure thing, <laughs> just a, a loose structure. Oh, okay. Idea.
1: This could be a new segment. So we'll do rant. We'll do modern, or uh, what would we say? Uh, it was current events, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Now this will be one I want to talk about. Any new trailers or movies you've seen? That <sighs> you want to see? Yes. What? Um.
0: All right. So last time we mentioned the Han Solo movie.
1: Oh that's actually what i wanted to bring up
0: <laughs> and uh i yeah i don't know i'm all, i'm very on the fence about the movie as yeah. as a thing in general and i i saw the trailer and i was like both excited about aspects and underwhelmed about aspects but at the same time i don't know it could be cool it could be cool and then a friend of mine showed me this recut trailer which might be the beastie be, boys yep Yep, and... Right. I would watch that. Yeah, exactly.
1: I was just like, it's the same trailer. <laughs> I it's what you're gonna recut. For yeah. but... so those you don't know, go uh, like, do solo Beastie Boys or solo sabotage uh, Sabata- yeah. Beastie Boys. Somebody, and I think they actually recut the footage, too. Yeah, they to recut the, the order the of the song.
0: footage and they like, yeah, they, they match the beats. It's it's. They great. need to
1: get the rights to this because basically any movie, any I, I don't know, I, I was not to paint a picture too vividly, but I was in the shower and I have a little shower speaker and I just heard... On Kevin Smith's podcast, I was looking at his podcast and they played played it. Yeah. And I remembered the trailer in my head, since it was a podcast, I couldn't see it. But I remember the trailer and I was associating it with Sabotage. And then it flashed <laughs> me back to the first time I got Adobe Premiere. Mm-hmm. I pirated it or borrowed it. Um, this was like 96 or seven in college. I, I I had no idea what I was doing any more than I do now, really. But I was like, oh, I can edit stuff. Yeah. But I had no source footage. I had no camera. So I just... And this is before like a lot of the internet in my dorm was HTML, so oh, it'd say shit. bracket video, yeah, or bracket image. I'm like, I think this is the video I want. So porn was ridiculous It's it be like bracket image, and it would be a bar. I'm yep. like, oh, that was the bar graphic, not the actual image I wanted. But anyway, oh, so I'd it's you forever to load. <laughs> I just <laughs> want to see porn. But like they had, um, I would like I remember, and I still I'll show it after we're done. You need to see how embarrassing it is. Um, my I edited a uh, I used. It was during the prequels when yeah. the prequels were coming out, I ed- and then South Park made fun of the prequels. Yep. They had a trailer making fun of it with Anakin and his pod racer and all that. That was the only footage I could find for some stupid reason, and I, I, I dropped the audio down from the South Park version and added this badass epic soundtrack to it, <laughs> and I watched that thing so many times so proud of myself going, yes, the right music makes anything badass! And I added that, and I was like, it's South Park. But any so- any soundtrack yeah. can make a trailer. It can. And that, it really so, can. that, that, that Beastie Boys is oh, it's awesome. But I don't think it will help the movie.
0: Yet. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it might, though. It might get more people to go. What are which... your thoughts?
1: This is interesting because you're, you're on the filmmaking side of it. What are your thoughts? I noticed this during... Oh, there was another movie that's kind of old... Not of the genre, but they had... Um, kind of a modern hip-hop beat to it. Like, the trailer actually had, like, music that didn't match. Oh, God, I'm going to bastardize this. Oh. It wasn't solo, but it was, um, oh, it's going to piss me off now. A lot of movies are doing, like, it's intense and it's awesome music, but if you think about the show it's advertising and the movie it's advertising, it'd be like using Star Wars. It'd be like, actually, if Star Wars used Beastie Boys. Right. Like, I'm I'm noticing that trend in trailers where they'll take something that subverting remotely remotely associate that song or that genre of music to. uh,
0: Kind of subverting the musical expectation. Yeah, yeah. And you're like,
1: I'm jacked, I'm stoked, but you're like, wait a minute, Beastie Boys of this universe literally metaphorically don't go together and I'm noticing that a lot and despite the fact I can't think of a single example I'm noticing that a lot of movies and trailers where they start forcing a genre of music that doesn't match the movie but without an example it's a moot point (laughs) (laughs) there there are some cases to be argued where that could be
0: really cool because sometimes having music that doesn't feel like it should fit the scene
1: yeah underscores the scene in a a very different impactful way so that's always cool Especially well, with trailers. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. I think trailers are like a little I mean, I've made more because I can't edit or write dialogue. I've made more the movies I have literally mine made, written, or whatever produced. Yeah. We're more or less music videos. Like I started fair I enough, like I actually enough. edited out the dialogue. I'm like, Yeah, let's make a music video now. Like my first two films on my IMDB <laughs> were mine and I just basically they're music videos. And I that's how I pitched it to the people who I Bought or I got the rights to the music for. I was like, all right, oh, it's just a music video for your music, man. And I like, go, okay, cool. Here, sign this. It was, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's basically it basically was that. But I was thinking of, um, oh, uh, audio. oh, audio. Oh, I, I had to ask you about this. Okay. Did you realize in Force Awakens that they cut, they muted all audio when they did the hyperspace jump through the planet uh, through uh, Snoke's battleship? Oh, in
0: the Last Jedi.
1: Yeah, Je- yeah. Last Jedi. Yeah. <sighs> it was perfect zero sound That's perfect and I can't believe nobody's done that before
0: well do you know what the, the annoying thing is is frankly you know you're gonna get the sounds of explosions and all that cool shit in, in the entire any room. of the stars it's <laughs> yeah. like always but the reality is you're really is not no gonna hear any space. of that in space like at all
1: I can't I can't take credit for it but Kevin Smith goes there. you know one hears you screaming. yeah what is it the line from Alien I think There's it's from Alien, alien it's like line. yeah it's in space, in space no, one no, no, one can, no one hears you scream no
0: one hears you scream right but yeah that but uh, just like you were feeling the vibrations or feeling the sound of the vibrations inside the ship, maybe yeah, I could yeah, see yeah. that. But that was really cool that they did that.
1: Yeah. Just the Kevin Smith had <laughs> his like 90-minute review of, oh, the, so cool. of The Last Jedi. He liked it more than I liked it, and which I didn't think he would. But
0: Well, see, uh, that's the thing, like I said last time, you know. The, the the movie's got layers and uh people will argue like well you shouldn't have to watch it a bunch of times to get it. I'm like, Well any good movie Yeah, you should because any good movie will have those layers that you every time you watch it you're gonna see something you didn't see before. Yes. So, you know, go check you know, if you haven't seen The Last I watch it, check it out. I'm sure a lot of people will be disappointed by parts of the movie because as a diehard Star Wars fan, as a person who who has seen all of them way too many times <laughs> Uh, I love Ryan Johnson and I love Ryan Johnson's movies. So I was ready to like the Last Jedi, and he did something different. And Kevin
1: I... Smith was mentioning because he went like almost beat by beat, like the entire oh, thing. He's basically I, he must have taken notes during the movie. Yeah, but he goes, he kept calling these moments. He's like, and here's uh, wait, so it was Force Awakens and then the Last Jedi. He goes, okay, now here's the Force Awakens. Fuck you, moment. Right, like you know, like there are a couple moments that Force Awakens built up something that should have lasted for three or four more movies, and Ryan Johnson's like, nope, dead. Like he just destroyed yeah. like a building point. And, and
0: see, and people, people, there's a lot of people pissed about that. But yeah, like one particular one being the Snoke thing, and I'm not gonna go into details on that. But here's here's my feeling on that is like, look, you know, we we can set up a million yeah. dark cloaked well, baddies that are as, somehow always there. It was but. the same
1: as uh, right, what's her name, the girl. Oh, Ray? Ray. Yeah. Like there was like, oh who mom, dad, brother, sister, and at the end they were like, nah, fucking homeless people. yeah, but that's perfect. That's <laughs> like people were like, No. People were we like all mad about it
0: and everything, but really you know, Luke, Luke Skywalker is like a, a child of circumstance, but really, Anakin Skywalker was nothing. Anakin Skywalker was a slave child on a planet. Yeah. That's the reality. Luke Skywalker went to the same planet, and he was only special because of who his dad well, was. Uh, uh, but he Smith basically said, came from the same thing, Smith man. made the
1: same thing. He goes, if, if uh, that one... Okay, so it was R2-D2. Who was the... the I can't believe I knew this one. Smith said it, but I forgot already. The The droid that blew up. When, oh, the when Anakin one. and his grandpa yeah. or uncle Owen were picking him up. Yep. Had that one not short circuited, they never would have got R two, and nothing would ever happen.
0: There's like a whole. There's a whole like expanded universe storyline about that particular. It had product. that moment not happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's fun.
1: All right. Well, for the sake of an hour, you have a rant.
0: Oh, I mean, yeah. I always have. I always I'm have. Sure, is that where we should go? Yeah. Why not?
1: All right. Well. We we'll we yeah. Try... We got time.
0: It's just a couple of minutes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, now in this segment, uh, we're, Scott and I are actually we're two times in a row now. We're actually consistently meeting every other Monday. So yeah. step one.
0: Step one. Step two. You might have noticed try- that this format. for this podcast maybe sounds like it's probably more structured and organized. <laughs> and uh, I'm not shit faced.
1: So and yeah, we're setting a time limit.
0: Yeah. We're trying. We're trying. We're trying to make it a little bit more. Palatable yes. for everyone, yes. you know, considering what the last one was like two fucking hours. Which, <laughs> if I'm being perfectly honest, I don't remember the last half hour of. I had to go back and listen just to hear it, and then I realized, oh, that's right, I was hiccuping like a psychopath, and I couldn't get words out. And trying to convince everyone <laughs> listening or watching that I was fine, the hiccups
1: just made it sound worse. I've never heard like cartoon level hiccuping. Like, like if if somebody in a movie or a play chose that as an actor choice to, hit, they're like, okay, now in this scene you're drunk, <laughs> and the person started hiccuping. They're like, take it down like take thirty down, notches. Like 30 Nobody notches. hiccups like that. Scott was hiccuping like
0: that. You know, on certain special occasions, when I get just just the right amount of drunk, I get hiccupy. I don't know what it is. I uh, I'm not getting enough air, I guess.
1: It's ridiculous. I've never heard anything like that rant
0: suffice to say uh, we're good with, with that so my my rant bitch time right now um yeah let's let's get this going use your fucking signals when you drive <laughs> use your blinkers that's what they're, they're there so you can let people know you're coming into the next lane Ugh. did you know that because if you didn't that's what they're fucking for and you should fucking use them because a the cop
1: going online showing oh, you how to use them my
0: god I I I can't. It's so fucking frustrating. Are you talking
1: about when you're in a bike? Because a lot of times I'm that talking bike on a bike
0: you. in a car. Use your goddamn blinkers, okay? <laughs> like uh, I don't I don't drive very often. Usually I bike places today. Which because, is even more terrifying
1: if they don't signal.
0: Oh my gosh! I it's I I'm always ready to like okay. I'm gonna have to leap off my Evasive bike now. Actions. I'm gonna have to just tuck and roll and hope for the best.
1: I just picture you now like prematurely going they're gonna do it you're just bailing and nothing changed on the planet and they're just like why'd that guy jump off his that's bike that's why in the 9 times out
0: of 10 if I'm on my bike I got a hammer in my backpack <laughs> cause if you're gonna cry if you're gonna try to cut me off I'm gonna come at you with a hammer I can bike faster than you think okay point is use your damn blinkers when I drive which is rarely but I drove today and driving today I was reminded oh yeah People fucking suck at driving (laughs) in Los Angeles. They don't know how the road works. They don't know how the law works. They don't know how their car works. They don't know how wide their car is. Yeah. Wait, you
1: (sighs) little the little woman that buys the biggest Escalade ever and has no concept of her her mirrors or her... No. Yeah.
0: No. no, And then, like, more terrifying is I'm driving on the freeway, which rarely happens. Usually, I'm in, like, if I'm on the freeway, usually I'm in a lift or something. And I'm just, like, I'm listening to music, minding my own business, whatever. But looking around while you're driving, it's really terrifying when you see, you know, 50% of the people in your surrounding point of field of view in their car going 60, looking down at their phone, yeah, not actively. Some people don't even try. Road.
1: Some people don't even try. Like their heads uh, are almost 90 degrees bent down, like they're not even trying to glance with their eye.
0: It's it's insanity, and it's like, oh well, you know, you just you get good at it after time. You shouldn't
1: be good at yeah, it. no, you can't. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, and I'm acutely aware, more more empathetic for sure uh, now having been on a motorcycle, motorcycle, bike, pedestrian. People want you dead. Yeah. And I have the same way as a hammer. Like the boots most of the time I ride in are are steel-toed. And I'm ready. I have like my planned out attack for when this happens, for when somebody cuts me off or just starts, I'm going to change lanes now. And like they don't even, people don't even do this. They don't even turn their head anymore. They're just like, I'm pretty sure there's space. And they just switch lanes. Yep. And I'm ready for that moment where I'm going to make it dramatic. So, you know, because the I'm sure you're with your hammer in your backpack. People learn. Like if you went to somebody and yelled at them and said, learn this lesson, they're going to automatically be defiant and not receptive of said lesson. Or throw something at you. Yeah, that too. Whereas if they realize out of fear and reaction, like, oh shit, I almost killed somebody, they'll remember that more because they'll be more receptive out of fear. So I'm going to actually set myself up for when, if somebody comes in and switches my lane. And cuts me off on the motorcycle. I'm going to make a big dramatic thing, rev my engine, and actually kick their door as hard as humanly possible. Um, we only got nine more minutes. Is that okay? okay. No, we're, is our okay? oh, cool if we stay here for nine more? Um, so yeah, I'm ready actually to when they start swerving lanes, I'm going to see it coming and actually like be melodramatic. Yeah. Rev the Harley's loud as humanly possible and kick in the door as hard as I can, and let them remember that dent. And really, what are they going to do? Say, oh, this guy, I almost hit him and I didn't, I mean, really, I'm, I'm set. Like when the other day, I mentioned this last podcast, a car was parked in my, our spots illegally, he wasn't supposed to be in the building, and I towed him out into the middle of the parking garage with my tow straps. What's he going to do? Complain, go, well, I was illegally parked here and this guy moved my car. Yep. He has no, no ground to stand yeah. on.
0: What's, what's he going to do? He's, yeah. he's not going to do shit. I think
1: LA is bad because it's such a smorgasbord melting pot of so many people that that Times a million is the amount of bad driving habits that are accumulated. Here. Oh,
0: yeah. It's, it's that. Plus, you know, most of the people are self-absorbed and that too. They th- and self-important. Yeah, there's that, too. Like, they, they, they think they can just do whatever they want. They, they own this bitch. You know, it's... Uh, uh, well, I my rant's not near as it.
1: passionate. Um, I hate... Right? This not have to be about hate, I guess. Let it's not that. about... It. It's just,
0: you know, yeah. shit that gets... What like, get, well, grinds your gears? Oh,
1: God. What is it, uh, Peter Griffith? What yeah. really grinds my gears? Um, I, this is probably the most hippiest thing that will ever come out of my face. I hate, or I really am annoyed because I was guilty of it. People that assume meditating is this hippie stuff. There's actually science behind it. Yep. And I'm it's not a hate, hey, not very passionate. I hate the signal thing way more than this, because I'm with you. <laughs> um, for what it's worth, everybody, there's actually science proof, like the there's actually lots of science proving that uh, this is my rant, and I don't know why it's a rant, because I have way better things to rant about, but it was on my mind right when Scott looked at me. <laughs> so this is a really dispassionate rant right now. Meditation does not have to be and i mentioned this in pauline's podcast to listen to this tonight so for those of you who are now listening and suffered through 56 minutes waiting to actually get to the meditation topic i said i'd get on at 7 a.m this morning here it is meditation for all y'all um it doesn't have to be brainwashing it doesn't have to be you turning your brain off and dissociating yourself from the world because that's never going to be the case that requires like uh, antipsychotics, or that requires some level of drugs, or some sweat hut in on some Indian reservation, sweating it out with some sort of DMT trip, or something like that. Like, meditation is not that you got people need to know. And I myself, I say that, I'm preaching to myself basically, but for those of you who are now curious, because I posted on my timelines and all that, meditation isn't this hippie thing, it is. The way I got sold on it, if you will, is somebody said, You're always trying to be a machine. This is actually a way to make your mind a more efficient machine. I was like, Oh, now I'm sold. I thought I had to buy a robe and get up on a mountain and grow like a beard. And it's actually not that. Um, A great uh, metaphor by a dude that um, wrote a book that does this meditation stuff with like David Lynch and Hugh Jackman and all that. He had an awesome metaphor that I won't, that I'll butcher yet can't take credit for. Basically, meditation, if done right, and this is pitching more towards transcendental meditation. Uh, some people do some other extreme stuff. If done right, the world we live in is um, an ocean. Sometimes it's got waves and chaos and all that, and you're the boat on that ocean. But, like uh, you know, you go down so many feet in the ocean, it's calm. It doesn't mean those waves don't exist. It doesn't mean you've done some Jedi mind trick to get rid of the waves. It doesn't mean you're ignoring the waves, and you can't pretend you're almost dying from the waves. You can get rid of the waves and the ocean, and the tidal waves, and all the choppy waters and the storms and all that. But ten feet below, the water's calm. It's not like when there's a huge crazy storm above, and you know fishing ships are getting flipped over, and George Clooney and Mark Wahlberg are dying. What's that movie?
0: Uh, Perfect Storm. Yeah,
1: Perfect Storm. It's not like you know the fish down below are getting beat to hell. They're just, <laughs> they're chilling just the same as they were twenty minutes ago. So yep. it's all the same. So meditation for all y'all that are interested in it or following it or trying to make your lives better, myself included, think of it that way. It doesn't have to get rid of the sounds. It doesn't require some candles. It doesn't require whatever. But I think, and I myself included, I thought you had to like quiet your thoughts and minute you are you're like, I need to buy cheese. You're like, oh my meditation's ruined. No, that's like saying, oh there's a white cap ocean wave over there. I'm just going to ignore it and chill and focus down here on on the calm part of the ocean. Um, so yeah, that's my rant on that some people got on it or were curious about it or like dismissed it and for what it's worth anybody who does or does not know me I am the last person especially my friends from Colorado because now they're like oh you moved to LA now you meditate you goddamn hippie I'm the last person to endorse any wazoo you know take these drops put this you know weed in your ear and expect results guy I'm never gonna be that guy however um, for those of you who are dismissive of it or and hesitant because of the same way I am Give it a chance. I'm not getting your money out of this. The book is called "Strength in Stillness" by Bob Roth. It is like this dumbed-down real-world version of, hey, here's how to meditate. It doesn't have to be stupid. Um, you know, you don't have to buy. He makes a joke in there that I've always made before. He goes, you, you can wear you wear a suit, you know, or you don't have to. You don't have to wear orange robes and shave your head and have white beards and and. So for all you that are trying to strive to make yourself better in this world of chaos, it's an ironically social media world that makes us less social. I don't, I don't think it ever. I don't think our, what I don't know, how you call it. I don't think our simplicity will ever be regained until the ultimate cleansing. Ever, like mm. it's only going to get worse. It's only get more complicated. I don't yeah. think we're ever going to adapt to it. I think the thing that's going to be at cost will be heart disease, stress, anxiety, cortisol levels we're never going to get better so the only thing we can do it's it's kind of like going into a fight and complaining about the guy being stronger that's just a fact things are going to be this way forever and now we got to find a way to work around and deal with it so i think uh, in our social media world you can do stuff like you know even though mine's broken you can go buy a flip phone you can promise yourself you're not going to look at the internet so many hours a day and um i think honestly for those people that poo poo meditation I really sound like I'm getting a percentage on this. But for those of you that poo-poo give it a chance. Check out Transcendental Meditation, that Strength of Stonest book, whatever. Those that asked about it on Pauline's podcast this morning. It's worth checking out. It's not going to hurt. But trust me. I, I Hey, for me, finding the time to meditate, I feel like, oh, my God, that 20 minutes changed my day. I You know, I, I how dare I? Now what am I going to do with my life? So that's my rant. Hey, man. It's all good.
0: <laughs> You're entitled to your rant. Yeah, yeah. Meditation judgment, is, free, judgment no, free. No, no. Meditation is good, though. Uh, I agree with that. And plus, also, you know, yoga is good. You should. Yeah. Do well, yoga. that's the thing.
1: Is I actually I'm trying to do it more. But I think a lot of if you think about, it... and that was a point I made in Pauline's podcast this morning. Is, is meditation can be the thing that stills your mind. It yep. allows you to focus on one thing. Depending on the belief or the system or whatever you want to call it, some focus on a mantra, some focus on whatever. But they, the thing, it shouldn't like. I, I used Pauline as a perfect example. If you think about what she does at the gym, she's a cyborg at the gym. But it doesn't mean if she hears her phone ring, she's not hearing, you know, she doesn't like block out thoughts, but she's focused on the gym. So she's in a meditative state, so to speak. You probably, I guess maybe when you're writing, that's probably a good example, is you're on writing, you're on characters. Yeah. You're not, you know, like if a grocery list comes up, it's not like you, you can't write all of a sudden can no, get back not, to writing. Yeah, yeah. You know, you I mean, can welcome the thought, deal with it. Go, oh, no, I'm here writing and do my thing. So we all have our states. A lot you can of yoga focus people, in. yeah, yeah, definitely. A lot You're of people find in. yoga for some reason to be a the connective tissue, if you will, that helps them transcend. No pun intended, into meditation. Knock your socks off. A lot of it is the breathing. And yes. Breathing
0: is helpful, and it, it does, it's calming. It's got obviously euphoric purposes. Breathing. Yeah. They make a joke about it in Fight Club. It's my yeah, way. oxygen mask. Great example. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I like how
1: Fight Club and meditation damn right. go hand in hand.
0: But yeah, that's I mean, truly, like uh, it's it's good for your focus. It's good for your your centering yourself and calming yourself, and uh, it puts you it puts you in touch with you. You yeah. know, so give it a go. Uh, so that's our rant segment. That's the rant segment. We're we're right down to the end of our hour, which is probably a little over because we didn't start this time yeah, until minutes yeah, yeah. in. But uh, you know. Well, it took us about four minutes to yeah. figure something out. We're, we're, yeah, we did pretty good, though. We, we did pretty so. good, though. I mean, um, this is the first more or less structured attempt <laughs> Attempted
1: structure. Well, I'll start saying this on all of them, is if you've suffered through this, um, I, there still are people listening to a lot of the old podcasts, the ones Scott and I did when I post these and tease these. Uh, well, now I have this conclusion from here on out. If you have ideas, topics, things you'd like us to address as we design this, we're doing this for you, the listener. Uh, Scott and I... You know, we may, uh, you know, watch game films, so to speak, and go back and listen to these, but we're not making these for us. Uh, We're making these because I I started it calling it a day in the life of to give people a glimpse into whether it's Scott and I's life or if we have a guest, so to speak, Mm -hmm. um, their life. And it's sheer entertainment, sometimes motivation, humor, whatever. So it's for you. So the more you guys can help us create it, it's not a cop-out. But if you're like, hey, this would be a great segment because i followed you. I know Scott. I know Scott. I follow Scott. I follow you. You know, whoever, which came first, chicken or egg. I'd kill to see you guys address this. Email it. And I know this is a really pompous email, but it's the an easier inbox to deal with. Just fans at jeffbosley.com. And put a subject that makes sense to me. Like, hey, podcast segment. Yep. Or don't do something like... Hey there, because that's a pain in my ass, <laughs> you know, so shoot emails to fans at jeffbosley.com subject lines that are somewhat descriptive for the podcast. Help Scott and I design this, uh, show ideas. We're going to stick to an hour long once every other week. Um, coming up with templates and obviously we're Hollywood movie nerds, but we're also passionate and, and about our various things.
0: Yeah. Man. Our talents, our skills, our passions. We're, we we, got a lot of things we like. We're, we'll talk to you all about them. Yeah, uh, if you care, I don't. Yeah. Honestly, like I do it because I just enjoy it, yeah. and it's fun to fun to have a drink yeah. and, and shoot exactly. The show, and so... it
1: forces Scott and I to relax at least once every week together. Have a it allows me to drink, and yeah, you know, it does... we can talk from everything from mitochondria to Batman sixty six and everything in between. Damn right, mitochondria is the ATP synthesis center of your cells. I believe. I pulled I think, that out of mass. I think I think no, wait, that's wait, right. Wait, wait. If Pauline were here, she'd probably think... like stab me with a knife I'm yeah. wrong. I'm not but even sure. Yeah, on try. that it's note, been a long on, time. on the, uh, on the um, that's not even chemistry, what would that be? Um, anatomy, um, physiology? What topic would that be in school? I Mitochondria? Yeah. That, that
0: would be anatomy, physiology, or yeah. bio. Okay, yeah, yeah biology. biology.
1: So on bio 101 failure note, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, Scott, for uh, making yeah. your pilgrimage back and forth oh, three times here. I,
0: it's fine. It's all fine. And all thank good.
1: you, not Korean uh, New York uh, Soju. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, for those of you who are wondering, we'll maybe do this from here on out because I'd love to be sponsored like Joe Rogan is. Tonight's episode is unofficially brought to you by Yobo Yobo Soju Soju. Yobo so, Yobo Soju. <laughs> Say that two times fast. Yobo Soju Yobo it Soju. It is yobo, a yobo, small soju. batch soju with uh, distilled from grapes, and um, it's very good. It's very smooth. It tastes like grape water. It has zero bite.
0: Yeah, it's it's really good. Like dangerously it zero bite. Yeah, it's uh you could probably drink the bottle easily if you if you really yeah, want so it to. It's called, I'm glad it's gotten there going for one hour. And only because we're right at the end here and I yes. wanna make sure we're we're we do even extra extra good. One thing we didn't finish talking about oh, earlier shit. was the script. Oh. And I'm gonna make it real short and yes. sweet. The whole point Dude. that it's weird and that he's intrigued by is because uh it's my shortest
1: one. Yes. I wrote a I wrote a, <laughs> a script
0: under ninety pages, which is about a 90 minute movie yeah, yeah, yeah. or under, under that rather with not a lot of dialogue in it, which is very
1: different for me. So, uh, you know, it's sitting in my inbox. I can't wait to be surprised. Well,
0: once he reads it, we'll, we'll, we'll talk yeah, a yeah, little yeah. bit about it. We'll That'll talk my homework.
1: about it. I have two weeks. Homework. All right. So thank you everyone for listening. Uh, again, fans at jeffosley.com, uh, chime in reviews. Uh, this is going to be, I'll post the links, um, on iTunes. And if you're an Android user, you can go to Podbean and, uh, I'm the only Jeff Bosley on both those platforms. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.